1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal, develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Jay, but who the hell is that? That was weird, dude. Like, so, is there someone else on the call? Like, what is this? What's going on? I don't know, man. This is kind of fishy. I know we we like promoted like a big announcement for this show, but I don't remember what the hell it was. You remember? I don't. I don't you know what? Who who else is on this line with us? The mystery man. Who would that be? <laughs> Welcome. This is your new host, Jason Ricketts. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, oh, buddy. Oh, man. There is some third person on this call. <laughs> we built you guys up, man. This is the huge announcement. Uh, we would like to formally welcome Mr. Jason Ricketts to the Paddle and Finn podcast as one of your new co-hosts and this is where the applause track is <laughs> mine's a golf club well we got a microphone like earlier so we'll take that <laughs> <laughs> well that might have happened yeah <laughs> welcome to the podcast my friend welcome back welcome Thank back you. yeah so yeah got a lot to talk about yeah buddy man um so, you know, we had uh, Mr. Ricketts on the podcast uh, a couple weeks ago and uh, got a, a lot of positive feedback about it. And, um, you know, I know me and Jay talked after we got off the call and, uh, you know, later on throughout that week. And we were just like, man, that was such a good podcast. And, you know, the three of us just gelled really well together. Um, and then, uh, you know, 
Jason and I or so we're going to clarify this right now. There's Jay, <laughs> there's Jay, as in Jay Randall, and then there's Ricketts, as yes. in Jason Ricketts. <clears throat> so you got Ricketts, Jay, and Brian, and the Godfather. There can be only one Jay. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, that was the deepest voice ever, man. That was like perfect. That's what I'm going to talk all the time now. <laughs> It's like that one time in Grenada. <laughs> now, if anybody knows that, what that is, leave a comment. Let me know, and I'll send you a. I'll send you a buzz bait. There you go. What is that from? But uh, you know, as you guys can tell, we're 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 goofy, and we like laughing, and we hope you guys enjoy the entertainment we provide. So, um, yeah, man, it's uh, it's been an ongoing conversation, and it's been kind of hard keep, keeping this tight lipped. I know Ricketts has been like, he's probably got a post on his Instagram, like just ready to go to hit, ready to go to hit yeah. post, you know? <laughs> um, and, and that's one thing, um, you know, uh, Mr. Ricketts is going to help with uh, more of our social media and stuff. Um, he's kind of a social media guru. So look at, uh, you know, if you guys aren't already following on Instagram and Facebook or over on our website at paddleandfin.com. Um, be on the lookout because uh, we got a lot of big stuff coming. Um, and uh, Mr. Ricketts is, uh, you know, stepped up to the plate already, and he doesn't even know it. So, welcome, my friend. Thank you. Thank yes, welcome. <laughs> so. It's a beautiful bromance. Yeah, it buddy. It happened. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Horrible. I didn't even get dinner yet, dude. Like, slow down, okay? You know, hey, we can talk after dinner. He's starting mean, to feel like you're, you're a old lady. I got to iron your shirts. Yeah. Two weeks ago, it was shirt iron. Now it's making you yeah. dinner. Yeah, it's not just that. It's the, it's the slacks, too. That's the part as it's going. I'm not, touching, I'm not touching your feet. I like starchy socks. But, uh... Yeah, man, we're we're super looking forward to this, man. Uh, it, it's going to be cool. So, you know, we briefly have a plan together. So we're going to kind of have a rotation as of of hosts and stuff. Um, so, you know, one week it may be Jay and Ricketts, another week me and Jay, uh, another week me and Ricketts, and so on and so forth um, with a little bit of the Godfather sprinkled in, I'm sure. So... Um, it's pretty cool, man. I think it's, it's going to be a good thing. It's going to add more content, more context to the show and, uh, vary it up a little bit. So, um, we're super looking forward to the future. Um, we got some, some sponsor deals in the works. We're not going to announce oh, yeah. anything yet, but, um, you know, like we always, uh, have stated here is, you know, if we get a sponsorship for the show, um, it's going to benefit you guys, the listeners, you know, hence our little deal that we have with, uh, Rocktown, which we have something coming up with them, uh, for you guys here in the near future, um, that we'll announce a little bit later on this podcast. But, uh, yeah, man, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty exciting times here at Paddle and Finn. Um, the one thing we want to do real quick, and this was something I skipped over, um, well, I guess Jay and I skipped over. On, oh, it was all you, buddy. Yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> I'll take the blame. I'll take the blame. 
um, when we had Ricketts on the podcast, you know, we always ask our guests, uh, our first question is how you got into kayak fishing. And, uh, you know, Ricketts was on, um, the Yak Legion podcast the week after he was on ours. And I, I listened to that episode and that's how they started with you. And I heard the story and I was like, man, I'd so drop the ball on this. So it's great that this has all come to fruition so we can have you back on to tell this story because I think it's, it's a, a learning experience for some guys who are just getting started in the, in the sport of kayak fishing, but uh, kind of gives a little background into, into how you came up, so to speak. So why don't you jump into that, my man? Absolutely. So here's, it's kind of, it's kind of weird, man, because it's almost like if, if you look back, that was five years ago when all this happened, the story I'm about to tell you in the water conditions and the water levels are exactly the same. And it was on father's day, five years ago. Oh, that's crazy. Father's day was yesterday. Yeah, right. Right. So, so now the river's at 14 feet. And when all this happened, it was, we, it was like 13 and a half feet. Wow. So it's like the same conditions. Right. <laughs> so <clears throat> first time I ever got into kayaking, uh, just like many people, man, you know, they see a buddy with a kayak and they see him out on the water and you're like, man, that looks cool. I want to try that out, you know? And, and so I started going down the YouTube rabbit hole and, uh, <laughs> what is he doing? Um, <clears throat> I'm here. Brian's trying to I'm, hide, he's trying I'm to hide a bad here. habit. Yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. It's all, occasionally you'll see Brian disappear every now and then. It's all fun and games on the Paddle and Finn podcast. Sorry, I didn't mean to throw off your story, man. No, you're good. No, it was funny. So um, I just started going down that YouTube rabbit hole and researching kayaking and, and things like that. So uh, I ended up getting a kayak from bass pro um it was an ascend fs 10 10 foot sit inside kayak it was like this grayish stone looking camo i was absolutely in love with it so man it's the coolest thing i named it the battle yak right it was nice. the so before i even got it on the water first thing i started doing was like mods and upgrades you got to get an anchor trolley and you got to get rod holders and you got to get an anchor and you got to you know so i had this thing just fully kitted out milk crate fishing rods um and the first time I actually ever had it on the water, it had been raining for like seven days straight. My oh. buddy calls me. He goes, hey, man, you know, we're, the river's the river's perfect. Let's go get on the water. It's going to be a blast. I'm like, <laughs> cool, man, you know. So I, I didn't have a truck to haul it around in, and I actually put it on top of my wife's SUV to get it home from Bass Pro, but I bothered my father-in-law's truck to put the kayak in the back of. So, I, you know, go there. I'm on my way. And, and I'm so pumped up about the moment. I'm driving down 275. And I'm taking pictures of the sunrise, right? I'm like, this is the coolest thing ever. I'm going to remember this day forever, taking pictures of the sunrise and stuff, you know, going down and, and I unload it and I get to that water. I get to that, that short line and I'm like, Mm-mm. just something just said, uh-uh. <laughs> I mean, seven days of rain on a river. Yeah. I would say, uh-uh either. So you have to kind of picture this launch. It's a recreational launch site in in at normal pool when you go down it's like this nice gradual launch area you look to the left and it's so shallow it's like a stream coming over a gravel i mean it just shallow the river shallows up so much there and so you go from that and in the day that we launched the water was in the treetops so it was going from like inches of water now it's in the treetops so the normal pool was like five feet it was almost 14 feet that day 
and just uh, just like you know i don't even know cfs it was eight thousand probably i don't know some insane and so they had kind of my buddy had kind of like a sit inside um it's, it was almost like a hybrid whitewater kayak you know it had a, like a larger co- uh, cockpit but sure. it, it was large enough to fit a skirt on it yeah, you know? yeah. so he he gets in there, he puts his skirt on, he scoots down, he's gone, he takes off. I was like, man, that's awesome, I can do that. I'm scared, I'm scared to death, man. You know, I'm like, my heart's beating. I was like, man, I don't know about this, this water's crazy. I did have a life vest on. Um, that was one of the things that saved me. And so his dad launches, and his dad's is an experienced kayaker. He was on a sit-on-top, or sit-on-top kayak, and he's gone. So it's my turn. I said, well, I just saw my buddy scoot down and went in the water just fine. I'm going to do the same thing. It, it didn't work out like that. So I started scooting down, and when I hit the water, the water just, you know, I went down, and then the water hit me sideways. So it kicked my whole kayak sideways and started taking me into all these tree limbs and stuff. Oh, shit. And then one was coming to my head. So the first thing I – and any, anybody that knows this, when you're in when you're beginner kayak, general rule of thumb, if your head goes over the side, your body follows. Right. Yeah. I whipped my head around and that thing just went right up. Oh. It just went upside down into the drink. So now I'm in a situation. It immediately fills up. There's no sealed bulkhead on it. So the whole thing fills up in swamps. And all you can see is like a silhouette. And I'm just banging against all these treetops. Uh, and I went uh, a few years, a few years before that, I went uh, whitewater raft in Colorado. And the guy's like, hey, man, if you go in, just just put your back up, kind of float, put your feet out in front of you. That'll keep you from getting pulled in. Well, the normal circumstances that worked most majority of the time, but the treetops and tree limbs and crazy branches, my legs were getting stuck and it was pulling me under. So I, I went under twice, you know? And so I was able to free my legs up and I popped back up, thankfully with a life vest. And I was able to actually grab a hold of my kayak. And then I used my kayak with my legs out in front of me. I used my kayak to kind of keep me up and divert, you know? And so I could not get to shore, could not get to shore to save my life. And the waters, by this time, I'm 100, maybe 200 yards down river, still going through all these strainers. And I'm just like, man, if I can, I kept thinking if I could get to the middle of the river, I can float and, and kind of navigate somewhere that's safe. But it just, I couldn't get out of the strainers, man. So my buddy's dad, on a sit on top, he was able to maneuver, get out in front of me, hold his paddle out. I was able to grab the paddle with one arm, my kayak with the other, and get to where i can get my footing and get out of the water so dude that was a nightmare i'll never forget that day father's day weekend a buddy was so scared he got out the one that was in the the kind of hybrid whitewater kayak he got out of the water and climbed up onto a hillside and he wouldn't go back in the water his dad had to talk him off the hillside so and i was just like man and, and you know his dad had to talk he's don't you know you don't have to go through with this this is crazy and you know, it's your first time, da 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 da. And I was thinking, this is the stupidest decision I've ever made in my life. So, it, you know, and I gave that kayak a, a couple other shots, and I, I actually just ended up not liking it um, for my own reasons. But when I told this story, when I told the story on Brad's, I had a couple of people reach out and they were asking me about it. And what? And one buddy listened. And he goes, "Hey man, <clears throat> you need to kind of make the caveat of the story." Not that it was the kayak's fault, but that was your fault. Yeah. And, and that's one thing I want to make clear here. Yeah. It, you know, I didn't like that kayak for the reasons I didn't like it, but it was not the kayak that made me do that. Yeah. It was me, you know. I was, first of all, I was stupid. Yeah. I was an amateur. I had no business being on that water level or on the water with the level that is. Yeah. Um, 
I didn't know how to kayak and, and, you know, and just see if you take all that and, and you put it into that kind of mix, that dangerous setting, that's, that's to be expected. So it definitely wasn't, this is no knock against Bass Pro. It's no knock against their kayaks. It was just, it was my own stupidity, you know? So no. just to clear it up. Yeah, no. And I think that's, that was the main goal of, uh, me asking you to share that story you know um too many times you get these guys that go to wherever dick sporting goods walmart bass pro buy yeah. a kayak they don't know any better and they want to go float a river and like you said it had been raining seven days that thing's raging you know they, yeah and, and yeah. nobody knows i mean that's a big thing guys like if you've never floated a river it can be so dangerous when that water is ripping. And I know the river right by Jay's house, I mean, its usual steady flow is right around 1,200 CFS. That's 1,200 cubic feet per second, right? That's the normal? It's act- no, actually, normal is probably around like 567, 580. Oh, okay. Wow. I thought it was normally 1,200. But, mm-hmm. I mean, even still, I mean, that is just ridiculous. Um, yeah. And... and when I was down in Tennessee fishing the FLWKBF on Nickajack, I fished up by the dam. The CFM, the output of that dam, is 29,000 CFM on average. Wow. And, like, <clears throat> I know Sam Jones had talked about that on his podcast. He tried to paddle across the river, and he made it, but... The tail end of his boat, there's these huge steel columns that they um, wench the barges to when they're waiting to go up through the lock into uh, Chickamauga. And the tail end of his boat just brushed that. Had he been a second or two later, his boat would have been pinned up against that. He would have rolled underneath, and that current would have swept him downstream. And I know I almost had an issue when I crossed it with a trolling motor. You know, like that is just ripping. And so, you know, if you guys aren't familiar with that, you need to, um, there's a website called USGS. And basically yes. it's got every river known to man. And I know Drew Gregory preaches this a lot because he's, uh, you know, he's a river guy. And they actually have an app and you can find your local rivers. And on there, it'll show what the normal um, CFM is and the normal gauge height. And if that's above normal, you got no business being on the water. Like, uh, does you that know. come through? Can you guys see that? I don't think so. Don't see the light, briefly. Marianne. See briefly. that big old? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. Uh, you know, Jay and I have been talking because he hasn't been out on the river yet. And I know I go down and fish the bank. I floated a section about a week ago on the Kishwaukee that's pretty close to me. And, uh, you know, its normal flow is usually, it could be anywhere between like 150 and 400, and that's pretty calm. Wow. At one point, like a week or two ago, it was at 4,000. Mm-hmm. So that is when you do not want to be on the water. If yeah. it's 10 times the normal flow rate, like that, that just screams, don't do that. Um, so, no, I, you know, thanks for sharing that story, man. I mean, you know, it it's kind of funny, yeah, in a way. But at the same time, man, you could have lost your life just because 
you were all gung ho about getting that new boat on the water, you know, and thank God, man, thank God you're all right. And, you know, everybody involved was okay. But, you know, I just saw something recently. I forget where it was. I think it was down in uh, central Illinois or something because they've had a bunch of water down there and there was a river flooded. And uh, I think it was two or three kayakers got pinned up in some trees where the river bank normally isn't. And luckily, um, it was a, a DNR officer um, was close by, popped a boat in the water. He jumped a levee in order oh to gosh. get to these guys, but he was familiar with the area. Had he not been familiar with that? And he explained that in the interview I saw. It was like on the news station or something. Had he not been familiar with that, um, he may have never got to these guys, and they would have been screwed. They were holding on to branches, you know holding on for dear life so they didn't get pinned under a tree like like you were talking about man so yeah that was the most insane day ever my legs were black (laughs) blue they were Uh bleeding you know i'm i was in better shape then and i am now i was a strong dude you know and just i just couldn't hold on to nothing yeah i mean there was that water just takes you and just you're just gone so you know for those who don't know what a strainer i guess i mean we're using some terms that maybe somebody wouldn't know is strainer basically you just it's the water goes through it but everything else doesn't yeah. including you yeah. like if you hit it so it can be any obstacle like that but yeah i mean it usually when a person goes through a strainer they don't come back up yeah know? i was i was kind of lucky that it was the uh, probably like the the outer branches because if it was like the trunk area i may not have been able to pull myself free out of that yeah you know so yeah, yeah. it's always good to know it's always good uh, to know the uh <clears throat> the water that you're going into especially with rivers i mean because like you know to the point of brian like talking about you know the cfs um so like 580 is like ideal for the river i usually hit i'll go on it if it's like 1000 to 15 but 15 is my cutoff yeah because it's just raging a little too much and there's too much debris there's too much to get hung up on there's a lot of uh sunken timber and you know just the way the water comes up by these islands that we have yeah. it, it would be just too sketchy to even try to do but that's because we know it but it was like raging at like almost nine thousand cfs which is like yeah. monumental yeah. where i am yeah yeah well i mean like i said i i floated a stretch of the kish uh i think it was two weeks ago uh, with our man Travis from Rocktown Adventures. It was his birthday, and uh, he wanted to go out on a float trip, man. The guy doesn't get out much. He works works at the shop, works another job, and he texted me, and he was like, hey, man, you want to go float the river with me? And I was like, I don't know if it's good. And I looked, and it was at 800, which is totally manageable for both of us. We're experienced paddlers. Uh, paddlers. and uh, But neither of us had floated this stretch. I've I've been on part of it, but um, this beginning part, it was it was kind of gnarly, man. There was some spots where you had trees in the water, and you had maybe a two-and-a-half, three-foot opening to get through. Mm-hmm. And if you weren't experienced, you could run into some serious trouble right there and get pinned under a tree. And we actually came around a bend, and there was a situation like that where there was a tree. I kind of scooted off to the shore and there was a small opening there. Travis was in a just a regular uh, touring kayak, and uh, he could fit through this skinny stretch. 
But as you came around the bend, we saw this lifetime kayak pinned up against the shore under a bunch of wood where some inexperienced person came around that bend. They got pinched. It shoved their kayak down and got pushed to shore. You know, luckily uh-huh. they were okay, um, but their kayak is now under a pile of, of logs and stuff. Um, but that's kind of scary to see when you're just coming around a bend and you see that and you think to yourself, because I remember Travis is like, I, I, I told him, I'm like, that kayak's been there for a little bit. You could just tell that you yeah. know, it was kind of dirty. There was a lot of brush on it. But, um, you know, we, we kind of <clears throat> screamed around to see if anybody was around, scanned the banks, things like that. And we even pinned it um, mm-hmm. on the map in case, you know, there was a situation and, you know, somebody was missing or something. But that's the thing. You know, always go with somebody. Always go so- with an experienced paddler, like it sounds like you did, Jason. Or yeah, thanks. Ricketts. There was yeah. two amateur, yeah, two amateurs and one yeah. experienced guy. Yeah. So, and that's the thing too. And um, you know, I'm sure Loveland Canoe and Kayak out there does the same as as uh, Rocktown. Like we'll do guided trips. You know, if you've never floated mm-hmm. the river, g- hire the guide. Usually, it's fairly inexpensive, and and get a little bit of training or you know, take a class, like an intro to kayak, kayaking class, a safety and rescue class, like that stuff doesn't hurt. I mean, I took some this past winter. Um, I had cabin fever. Uh, we do them in the, the local high school swimming pool here. And you know what? It's just good stuff to know. And don't be bashful about it. Even if you've been kayaking for five, six years, it's always good to go back. I mean, as much as I know and as many people as I've talked to in this past year on this podcast and as much research about kayaking and kayak fishing that I've done, which is probably more than I care to admit, but going to that class, I still took stuff away from that that mm. that is, you know, detrimental. Like, you know, in serious situations, that could definitely help me. So um, that's just my recommendation. I don't know if you guys have any other ones, but, I mean, just – just checking those flows before you go on a river or not only that, but if you want to step that up and talk about lakes, you know, check the wind. You oh know, yeah. Go on your mm-hmm. local weather app. Oh, and I check got a good wind, story for that. You know? Yeah. Cause if you get into some gnarly waves now that I, I got a story for that too. And, and this isn't necessarily on a kayak, but this was probably nine years ago. Um, I was fishing out of my little 16 foot Sylvan fishing boat. And we were on a big body of water known as Lake Geneva in southern Wisconsin. And uh, we would always used to go out there night trolling. And I've talked about this on the podcast before. You know, it's a crystal clear body of water. So night fishing there is key, you know, because you don't have that sunlight penetrating the water, making those fish skittish. Not only that, you got a ton of boat traffic during the summer. And uh, we left. It's totally fine. Went and trolled uh, the North Shore, and we came around a point out onto the main part of the lake. And uh, the waves kicked up. They were like three-footers. And my buddy's, like, turning white, and he, like, sits in the bottom of the boat. And I'm like, you all right, man? See, I, I've been in some gnarly weather on Lake Michigan, stuff like that. You know, I've, I've been in boats since I was seven years old. And he's like, no, bro. Like, I don't know how to swim. And I'm like, What? Like, dude, this is not the time to tell me you don't know how to swim. 
you know, and I, I'm not picking yeah, on the guy. Life jackets on. Yeah, I'm like not trying to pick on the guy, but I'm like, dude, like, you know, I, at that time I was probably in my mid twenties, mid to late twenties, and uh, I'm like, dude, if you would have fell over, I would have sat there laughing at you, thinking you were messing around with me, wow. while you're sinking to the bottom of the lake. Like, I didn't know that you didn't know how to swim, so I told the guy, I said, just grab a life jacket from under the deck, put it on sit on the floor we're heading it you know but see that was the thing back in the day i didn't check the weather report had i known i would have never taken him out on the water you know and and had i known he know didn't know how to swim you know so that's the other thing too and you know in your situation as well where you go over wearing a pfd is essential it doesn't belong doesn't belong on your boat it belongs on your person you know, so that's a whole episode. You talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not trying to bring that up, but I mean, you know, um, you know, the whole wave situation. I know Jay, you ran into that down at the NC one year, didn't you? Mm -hmm. Kentucky Lake, you know, just gnarly waves. Just, yeah. But, and not playing it smart at all. (laughs) (laughs) Like I was completely taking, I was, I don't know. It was bad decision on a bad day very cold day we're in dry suits and it was just i didn't take into account turning under the bridge yeah, like that right. and the fact that it was so shallow right there so that increased the waves the height of them and knowing that you can't turn around you got to go straight through it yeah and you got to go back through it coming back yeah <clears throat> luckily i didn't dump or nothing but and that was on the same day that um uh that Ken Wood went over. Yeah. Same exact day. Yeah. Oh man. Same exact day. I mean almost in the same place because some of the Massachusetts boys were um up by me. You know, and that's how I, f- I found out about him. But I was like I mean, I was crashing through waves like you see on um what's it called? Like in the Baltic Sea out oh, there on God. on the fishing shows, dude. The Bering just Sea. Cr- yeah, the Bering yeah. Sea, yeah. Oh sorry, the Bering Sea, whatever. They're spearing so, waves. Yeah, dude. I mean, it was coming. It was just crashing over, hitting me in the chest. Yeah, I was wow. like on water, dude. I was, you know, cruising. I was in a sit on top, so I'm fine. But just, I was pedaling, dude. Just pedal, pedal, pedal. Just, I just kept remembering pedal, 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 pedal. pedal. <laughs> Don't stop. And, yeah. Well, the, and then on the way back, the waves were going that way. I had to uh, my first time going back through it because I had to kind of like gather my thoughts and go, okay, here we go. And um, the waves were so big, I would actually have to pedal backwards once I got to the top of the waves to back off because the first time I did, I basically like went right into the wave. I just followed it right oh, in. Oh man. You yeah. know, and that, and actually that felt like the worst. I mean, I actually felt the plastic move a little bit yeah. from that force. And I was like, you know, I was like, damn, I'm going to sink this thing. Um, so then, yeah. So then I was riding the top of the waves and then I would have to like back off a little bit and then just as soon as it was going to go down, then just accelerate. Yeah. And then ride it up and do the same thing. Keep everything had to be calculated the whole time. And then taking that turn was like the worst. <laughs> like I really decided the prop two blade at the time because oh my god. <laughs> but I mean, I got out, you know, all right. But I was like, it was a short-lived fishing day that day. I bet. I bet, yeah. man. The things that make me paranoid too uh, <laughs> is is some of the really cheap kayaks you see people get in. Yeah. And that's not a knock against. Uh, you know, it, it, this is this is like 
you know, it's hard to talk about because you don't want to offend anybody, but you also want to let them know that these kayaks are not meant for certain situations. Right. 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 And and we're, you know, we won't name it by name. We won't do that. But, you know, this, this, I was out on the lake uh, when I posted that blue sky picture of the chop and the wind and the waves and, oh God, it was insane. And, and this girl was on this, one of these particular kayaks, but it was a sit on top. And it's the first time I've actually seen that one. And she was a big gal, right? Her vest was on way too small, completely unable to get it fastened. And, and just the, the waves were coming up over her boat and splashing down on top of her. And I'm thinking how, you know, I'm in for it. Cause uh, she's scaring me, you know what I mean? And she was a little bit scared. I'm like, if she goes in, if that thing crashes, how, how am I going to get to her? You know, how sure. am I going to try to rescue her? You know? And I'm like, you know, and I'm starting to calculate and here I'm supposed to be fishing. And now my train of thoughts completely on how I'm supposed to rescue this girl, get the boat over there, have her hang on to mine. We'll get to shore. I started putting it all, yeah. you know, so these, these boats, like, um, some of the sit insides, um, they're, they're not river rated. They don't no. belong on a river. They're more of like pool toys, yeah. novelty mm-hmm. items. They're yeah. not real water rated. But yet you see people on here, and the big box stores don't disclose that. They just pump them out like crazy to get people on them. But then, you know, people get on there. They don't have their life vest on. They don't know the seriousness of the situation. They don't understand the thinness of a hull. It could take just a one regular rock, punch it in the river, and you're sunk. And right. there's, there's a lot of different factors. But I'll never forget that, man, because that was – that day was crazy. It was, it was, the lake was a mess. Worst I've ever seen it. And I'm thinking, man, I don't know how I'm going to yeah. pull her out. You know, my fishing day yeah. just turned into a rescue mission. Yeah. Yeah. And I, th- I think the biggest thing to take from it is that obviously we all have our stories, right? We all have, we all have our close calls and I'm yeah. sure there's a lot more out there, but the one thing we all had in common, we all had our PFTs on. <laughs> yeah. Thankfully. Yep. And yeah. not on, but they've, we had them on right. 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 Yeah. Right. You ever, man, I see some people just throw them on. They're all loose and sagging down. I'm like, what is that going to do? You know, tighten it up, wear it. Oh, somebody's turning their head. We got a head turner. No, <laughs> no. I've been pretty good about that. I used to be like that, you know, leave it real loose, but I've, I've tightened mine up quite a bit. Um, you know, you, you, you want them to fit yeah. under your armpits pretty good. Yep. Right. Because then it won't, I mean, it's going to go up. It's going to, it's going to, yeah screw up your maneuverability but at least it won't come off right you know right, right. yeah i never so, i never wore mine so loose that it would come off but i've i've yeah used to leave it pretty loose I've got some of them kind of fit kind of weird like mine kind of fits loose up top and there's nothing you can do about it but sure under, you know where yeah. it needs to be tight it fits perfect but that's how my chinook is yeah yeah yeah, yeah my chinooks yeah same yeah. way well i have the raku yeah if you guys haven't tried that, huh? shout out NRS Recu with things. <laughs> Sweet plug. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just. Oh, hey. NRS. <laughs> I know. That's too funny, man. That's too funny. They make good gear, though, man. I mean, give props where they're due. If yeah. you guys need uh, if you need any NRS gear in Cincinnati, come see Loveland Canoe and Kayak. We'll get you squared away. Rocktown, if you're up in northern Illinois. Yeah. All yeah. Right. Jesus, that's three. Come on. Got some more. Jackson. Hey. Oh, I mean, it fit well in the conversation, right? We, we told you. Right we told you Ricketts was taking care of our marketing department. <laughs> oh, apparently. Right. <laughs> hey, we're gonna we're gonna do some big things with the whole marketing thing. Yeah, I dude. mean that's uh, you know, we, if you if you guys are have shops out there and and you want to get your shop shops 
out into the podcast world and have us advertisement. We're going to have a promotional rate, and yeah. that's going to be pretty awesome stuff, man. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Well, with going with promotion, I guess we should get into our first little promo here. Uh, we're giving away some T-shirts. Um, you know, we put a post up on uh, Instagram and Facebook past couple of days, and it was like, you know, what do you think it, the big news is that's coming? And we asked you for a funny thought and an actual thought, and we were going to do a T-shirt for each winner. So uh, we'll kind of go through some of these these comments here. So uh, <laughs> I got to pull them up too. Let me get it pulled up. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I'm on the first Instagram post, and uh, Mark Cryer said, "Funny thought. You're getting me the Catch 130 pedal drive." Actual, you're getting me two of them, LOL. <laughs> Maybe some ESPN airtime where I can hear uh, RBM Yak Bassin. You're getting a blue sky, and you're actually going to sell the Bonafides. Funny uh, Brad Hicks, funny thought, you're getting the <laughs> tramp stamp. Um, actual, actual thought was you're becoming part of the blue sky team. Now, the next one, my wife, uh, she said, funny thought, you're quitting fishing. I came home and I was like, is there something wrong with you? Like, you yeah. think that would ever happen? <laughs> you know? uh, uh, hammered Lures, this was a good one. Hammered Lures said, uh, Bonafide is going to pay pay me and Z-Man Bates every time I mention them. Um, that would be a good payment. Todd Phillips, you're never going to say, yeah, buddy, anymore. Serious thought, you're going to constantly say it more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yeah, the buddy. Tramp stamp one. Brad's yeah, funny. Buddy. It should be a J&J tramp stamp. Yeah. Not Bonafide. <laughs> double, double J. <laughs> oh, that'd be funny. Um, let's see. And then, then Jay Randall's face on your back. Oh, Jesus. You yeah, like, with the temples. Like, like, like swords and unicorns and like a rainbow on the back. Like Steve-O getting a tattoo of himself yeah. on his back. It's got a unicorns and a rainbow, though. Um, <laughs> That's funny. Tight lines, Pacific Northwest. Actual thought, quitting your day job. Funny thought, full-time fishing 40-plus hours a week and going to catch only two fish per week. <laughs> um, next one, uh, Titus Dominguez. Shout-out to Titus. His funny thought is someone's actually someone actually went scuba diving and returned Jay's GoPro that he lost in Madison. <laughs> uh, serious thought, got to be something blue sky, right? Joining the team, buying one. Can't wait for the pod. I know. Uh, I like that guy. He's all right. Yeah, t- <laughs> Titus is all right. <laughs> Titus, Titus is a good dude. Uh, <clears throat> JD DeRosier said that I was pregnant, and I'm joining the back Jackson Pro Team and rocking the blue sky from here on out. He didn't say I was pregnant with Jay's baby. Somebody else said that. I forget who it was. I was just like, seriously? Oh, here we go. Jack Fisher fishing. You and Jay are having a baby. Um, you got some really nice fans out there. I uh, guess, you dude. Everybody's mind is on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's see. The Facebook. Um... Oh, my God. 
That's a good looking blue sky though. Part next to the Heidi Britton has a funny one. Who does? Heidi Britton. Yes, you say that one. I forget like, what it was. You're switching to an ultra skiff. Yeah. LOL. Yeah. It's that circle boat thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She posted a picture of it. Jeff Groose. I bought a blue sky. Ryan Milford. Brian sold all his bonafides and bought a blue sky. Is now part of Team Jackson. And the Godfather is coming back as a third host. Uh, kind of close there. Yeah. I know somebody else said that too. I don't know where it was. I kind of like that skiff one. Uh, that one's funny because that thing's silly. Yeah, it is <laughs> silly. Yeah, so I would say that... Uh, uh, Ryan Milford was probably the closest. Oh, I know where there's some more. It's in the inbox here. And the silence. Everybody's yeah, so, so Ryan, Ryan Milford was probably the closest with the third co-host, right? And then... Uh, oh... Another one from Todd Phillips. Funny thought. Let's see. Jay's brain is actually working for a change, and he's moving to Tennessee. <laughs> Dude, Todd wants me to like move next door. Actual thought. <laughs> Scott is coming back to the podcast, and now there's going to be three hosts, so the show will be even better and longer. So Todd Phillips and uh, Ryan Milford kind of tied for the actual. Ooh. Um. Yeah, and then, uh, I don't know, funny, what do you guys think for the funny thoughts? Kind of like Brad's, the tramp stamp. The tramp stamp. Jay likes the... I like the skiff one. The skiff one. The skiff one is good. But the tramp stamp is funny, too. I I like Titus's thought on uh, somebody actually went scuba diving for Jay's GoPro. (laughs) If only it were true. Jeez, I'd really like to have that back. So... Here's what we're going to do, folks. Ryan Milford, Todd Phillips win for the closest actual thought. For the funny thought, we need Heidi Britton. You said Brad Hicks? Yeah. And Titus Dominguez. All of you guys, send us your address. We're going to send you a t-shirt. Give us your t-shirt size. So we're going to up that one. That's on me. So Well, well, well. Dang, doing big things. Everybody's winning tonight. There was a lot of great submissions, don't get me wrong. Um, we thank everybody for participating in that. That was kind of uh, something we came up with just as a last-minute thing, and we really wanted to build this episode up with Jason coming, coming on as part of the team. So it was super cool to see everybody partake and, I know, like, throughout the week, I kept screenshotting, and, you know, we got a group text going, and I kept screenshotting. I'm like, look at this. And then, like, you know, I saw JD's, like, oh, 
Brian's pregnant. I'm like, seriously, dude? Like, yeah. I thought we were friends, bro. Like, like what the hell? That was unexpected from JD. <laughs> like, I'm like, is he is he calling me fat or what? Like, I don't, you know, I know, like, if you get that side profile, it kind of looks that way, right? I'm not going to lie. I like cheeseburgers, but uh, it was kind of funny, you know? But uh, it, it was good fun, man. I think uh, we, the three of us really enjoyed it, and I thought it was a good way to get uh, everybody involved, so... Uh, you guys, uh, send us your address and, uh, we'll get those t-shirts ordered up and sent out to you guys. Uh, just make sure you give us the t-shirt sizes. So, uh, that was really cool. And we're going to have more stuff like this coming up, you guys. So that's why it's good to, you know, pay attention to our social media. Um, like we said, we got, uh, we got some sponsors in the works and, uh, you know, that means we're going to get some product for to give away to you guys, the listeners. So just keep a, keep an eye out on that stuff. Um, we're going to try to do more of that. And, you know, we want to get you guys, the audience, involved a little bit more. So, And I think that kind of leads into our next topic, which is a uh, one-year anniversary show next week. Woo-woo. So, how time has flown. Yeah, well, you've only been here part of the time. Rickett, of the Ricketts time. has been here for a night. Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> so, but a yeah. Lot of hard work uh, in that one night. Yeah. Hey, man, you just keep doing what you're doing. You're doing all right. But You uh, guys have accomplished a lot in a year. It, I mean, from what you told me, 15,000 downloads. Are you kidding yeah, me? That's yeah, amazing. We'll, we'll be over that um, for sure by the time – uh, that hits for sure. I forget when I looked earlier this evening, I think we're at 14,700. So, wow. And, uh, you That's know, amazing. <clears throat> I'm sure we'll be over that probably by the end of the day tomorrow or the day that this airs. So, um, it's crazy, man. And, um, so with the one year anniversary show, the Godfather is coming back for that. So you'll have all four of us on there. It'll be myself, Jay Ricketts, and the Godfather. And uh, we just want to do like a recap on the year. Um, but we also want to involve you guys, as we talked about. Um, so this is what we're thinking. We could do a little, uh, we could dial you guys in on our Skype call, do a little Q&A, or if you just want to come on, chat for a minute, say some kind words, whatever. Come on, tell Jay how funny he really looks. Um, because he always says, I can't turn this off. Well, (laughs) so, you know, whatever it may be, if you guys want to just come on, just be a part of the show. Um, let us know, send us a message on any of the social, our Gmail, um, inquiry through the website. Uh, we would love to have a couple listeners on to just chat, uh, for a few minutes. Um, we're going to play some recaps from, you know, previous episodes, some funny moments, maybe some serious moments and stuff like that, and just kind of chat about it. So I'm really looking forward to it. Like, uh, you know, I started going back and listening to a few episodes today when I was in the car, and I'm like, man, like, really? We talked about that? Holy crap, forgot about that already, you know? But, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's kind of crazy, man. Um, like we told Rick, it's, you know, when, when this whole thing came up uh, with him joining the pod, you know, and... <laughs> You know, I told him, obviously, I've been here since day one. Um, Jay was our first guest ever on the podcast. 
Ricketts was a recent guest. Um, but, you know, the whole thing of this show is like, you know, the meshing well uh, within the host and keeping it entertaining and informative because that was the main goal of the podcast was when Scott and I had started this thing, you know, we were like Ricketts. Uh, I bought an Ascend 128T. I had that thing for a month and a half and it went up for sale. And, um, you know, when we got into it, we kind of struggled finding like good, solid information. So that's something that we've always strived to bring you guys, um, you know, the listeners is uh, good, solid information. And, you know, that's the thing. We got guys that are new to kayak fishing all the way up to super experienced kayak fishermen uh, that have been fishing for many years, you know, so, um, and everybody seems to take something away from this show, which is great. And we want to keep that going. Um, but with that being said, um, you know, some of the people we're working with, uh, are going to have some prizes for us to give away. So we're kind of thinking of ways to do that. Um, I know in particularly, uh, like I mentioned earlier, Rocktown Adventures is going to give a 25% off promo code for all kayak fishing accessories, uh, yak attack gear, yak gear, um, Werner paddles, uh, Stolquist and NRS vests, water shoes, you know, things like that. If you guys are in need of something, that promo code will be on the podcast next week and it'll run from the day the podcast airs all the way till Saturday. So, um, that way if you're waiting for your paycheck and you need a need something, you can get it set up. Um, and usually the way uh, Travis does it up there too is, you know, say you're local and you just want to go up to the shop and pick up your gear. Um, they will do the, the discount code for you right there in the shop. So you don't have to order online. Um, I know um, I'm going to personally uh, purchase some hammered lures to give away. I think what I'm thinking is like, 50 bucks worth of hammered lures to hand out to some folks. Um, I know uh, Mr. Ricketts has got some some stuff in the works as well. Yep. Uh, possibly some coyote sunglasses. Maybe. So, but, uh, yeah, we're working on stuff like that. So, I mean, you know, you guys can uh, tune in next week. If you want to be part of the show, do we got any ideas that we want to throw out here for giveaways? Should we do like another like funny, funny thought? Or how about this? <clears throat> Post on our social media what one of your favorite episodes was and why. What do you think about that? I like that idea. I like it too. Sounds good. Absolutely. See that genius thought just came to me. It was like a light bulb just went ding ding ding. Yeah, I saw the smoke coming from your ears. <laughs> That's actually my headset. It's on fire. But uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Why don't you guys do that? So that'll be part of it. Um, and then we'll figure out a way to you know give away whatever bigger items we have as well. So um we'll throw in some paddle and fin t-shirts as well there too and stuff like that so we just want to have a great episode want you guys to partake and be a part of this um first big milestone i guess we're setting i mean yeah 
you know i think i think the biggest milestone for me was when we got 100 downloads and now we've surpassed that quite a bit <laughs> you wow. know what i mean yeah. <laughs> like yeah I, and, and i've told this on the podcast before i remember like me and scott we launched the podcast and we we're like text each other like yo dude dude we got 25 downloads bro we're almost <laughs> to 50 you know, <laughs> and now to see what the numbers are at are, are pretty, pretty crazy and intense, but, uh, it's something that's not going away and it's only going to get better from here on out. So, um, yeah, we're really looking forward to this one year anniversary show. Um, you guys got anything to add for the one year? No, I'm sure it'll be funny. Oh God, yeah! I'm looking forward to meeting the Godfather. I got to get get to Mr. Olson. So yeah, we we will put this on the airwaves. You know, Jason Ricketts is now a made man. Like you got to get sworn in by the Godfather before you get your position <laughs> as a co-host. That's right. And uh, you know, when when the Godfather stepped away, his suggestion as a co-host to me was Jay Randall. Me and Jay had been fishing a bunch. Jay had been on the podcast before. I was like, "Yeah, Jay's all right. I guess I'll guess I'll deal with him." You know, yeah, <laughs> it's nothing like settling. And then, uh, and then uh, the other week, you know, we the three of us had a little powwow, and I, uh, Godfather called me, wanted me to come up fishing out of his new yacht, aka the Tracker. And I said, "Look, man," I said. Uh, you know, I think me and Jay are going to bring this Ricketts character on the podcast. And he said, oh, yeah? What's he bringing to the table? Besides good looks and a nice beard. What is it with you two thinking you guys got good looks? <laughs> like, seriously, man. It's a Come Jay on. thing. Yeah, I guess. I guess. I guess. Hey, dude. The chicks don't, you know, the but, chicks uh, are all over us. What do you want? You know, I mean, I'm trying to keep him away from the door right now. I mean, they're being really quiet, thank God. Oh, Jesus. What did I get myself into? But, uh, you know, we were talking and I'm like, look, man, I'm like, it was just a, it was just a great episode we had. And, uh, Mr. Ricketts is very motivated and this and that. And he goes, I like what I hear. He has my blessing. Yeah. You let him know. And he used that voice. Yeah. That yeah. Same it, exact was, voice. it was because that's how we talk to each other. You know, he's like, you tell Mr. Oh, Rick, you tell Mr. Day, Ricketts. One day I'll ask for, <laughs> No, he does, he doesn't he doesn't scratch the chin. He doesn't scratch the chin. He rubs it. He rubs yeah, it. Yeah, there like you go. Two fingers pinching the chin, you yeah. know. He's like, "You yeah. tell Mr. Ricketts. He has my blessing." So, it'll be interesting to have the four of us on there chit-chatting um uh, not only about the past but the future, you know. So that's uh that's that's some good stuff coming up here. But, uh, and also to follow that up with even bigger news, dun, dun. drum roll, please. That's our cheap. Can you guys hear that? <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm breaking my computer right now. Okay. <clears throat> <laughs> to all of our wonderful Ohio listeners, there are many of you out there. The time has finally come for the meetup that we have discussed many times. We have nailed down a date, a time, and a place. Well, not necessarily a time, but we got a date and a place. We got a date and a place. So, 4th of July weekend, July 6th is a Saturday. We're going to be at Cowan Lake. Is that correct? Cowan Lake. Cowan yeah. Lake. 
We're going to have a meetup. We're going to get out and fish. Uh, we've discussed the possibilities of having a friendly tournament for a small fee. If anyone is interested, we can figure it out. Um, you know, we wouldn't put it on tourney X. We just do a friendly little thing that way. All money is going back to those that participated. Um, so if you guys are interested in that, let us know. I think uh, what we'll do is we'll create an event on our Facebook page. Sound like a plan. And then that way you can say if you're interested or you're definitely going, we'll gauge how many people. And then if you want if you like the tournament idea, drop a comment in there and uh, we can gauge it from there. If not, we just want to have a fun day on the water with you guys. Um, but, uh, we figured Cowan Lake would be the way to do it. Um, and, uh, just kind of go from there, man. Uh, we'll have some stickers out there and things like that. If you guys want some paddle and fin stickers, I know I owe Mr. Brad Hicks some stickers, so I'll have those, uh, 40 out there. Save, save me some postage. Instead, I'm going to spend a crap load of money on gas, but, uh, it'll be well worth it. You guys will be camping too, so it's going to be like yeah. an all-night thing. Yeah, we don't – I don't know where we're camping yet. Uh, we'll figure that out. Yep. So, you know, we'll uh, we'll nail that down if anybody wants to come hang out. Um, we talked about maybe after we get off the water, grilling up some food, hanging with everybody, uh, maybe get some beverages and things of that nature to uh, just sit down, talk kayak and kayak fishing uh, with with you guys out there. Um, I know when we talked, uh, when we initially did our first meetup in Tennessee, there was a lot of talk, uh, from Ohio guys like, oh, you should come out to Ohio, you know, come here, come there. So, um, we figured it'd work best, uh, meeting up in that area. Mr. Ricketts is down in that area, Loveland Canoe and Kayak. Um, I'm sure Mr. Justin Marshall, former guest on the listener roundtable, will be down there. Brad Hicks, if those guys got nothing going on, I'm sure they'll be down there. Well, you're um, going to have to sign sign Brad's shirt. He's going to be ecstatic. Yeah? Yeah, you're going to have to autograph it. I could probably do that. I could probably Why do he's that. wearing it, you know. Got to make it super creepy. I, I usually ask for a fee for that. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah no i think it'll be cool man uh we got a ton of guys out in ohio that uh follow along uh have been following along on this crazy journey of ours and uh you know kind of kind of bring it bring it out there and you know get some time on the water with you guys i know me and jay will be there for a few extra days so if saturday's not going to work up or work out um you know hit us up we'll work something out because i know we'll be out there for a couple of days so if we can make it Absolutely. work, we'll make it work. Um, <clears throat> do like a river float it. trip too. We could probably put that in the mix. Yeah, we were so th- like a five mile. Yeah, we were thinking that on the uh, little Miami River, right? Oh, guess what? Oh, what? Forgot about this. It just hit me. How would you guys like to camp out at a castle, like a real castle outside the castle? It's right on the water. That's kind of creepy. It's kind of cool, though. It's cool, but it's kind of creepy. Is it a haunted get castle? That set up. No, it's like a legit castle in Loveland. And it's right so are, the you in, are you in it? You're outside of it. 
there's like this huge fire ring and like it's it's very primitive camping but it's all nice and well maintained you know like groomed and stuff the grass is all cut and everything but just for a few bucks i think it's like five bucks you pay the city of loveland and you get to camp there and you have the river right below you you got this awesome area to camp out right outside the, the castle and then you have loveland it's got all your food and stuff within driving distance that's that interesting would be a cool spot mm. Well, that if anybody's cool looking spot. looking at camping <laughs> camping that weekend and would be interested, let's do it. I'm down. I'll get down, like James Brown. No, you won't. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, you can't even bob your head the right way. Come on, come on. <laughs> what is that? He was just doing the Night of the Rocks and Bob. I, <laughs> Night at the Roxbury. Roxbury, that's what it was. Yeah. yeah look at him, he's having a seizure. <laughs> Jeez. What did I get myself into? Oh boy. J and J coming at me. J squared. Yeah. I think there our our listeners are gonna love the giveaways. Right? Yeah. Because we're 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 gonna be and the more sponsors we get, the more giveaways we get. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, you know? buddy. So I just want to go on the record and say thank you for everybody thinking that I was actually going to be put on the Blue Sky team. I thought that was awesome pretty compliment. cool. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Blue Sky fits you though. You look good on that. I make that boat look good. Make that boat look good. Yeah, oh, buddy. I, yeah, no buddy. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Oh, jeez. Well, uh, Mr. Randall put up a YouTube video this week. He did. <laughs> Sorry, I always forget who I am. <clears throat> um, yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, pretty cool. That was good. That was a good walkthrough video. Yeah, great. Yeah. No, I, I just threw together uh, the rudder, the retro rudder install for the uh, big rig, or a bit, actually for any of the FDs. So, but yeah, I just kind of did like a what I call an impromptu kind of. Here we go, like it or love it. Yeah, <laughs> you no, know, I think it was you good. taught me something. I, I didn't, you know, I when when you told me the story about what happened to your rudder and never sunk in about where the sand got up in and where so had you not made that i would have never even thought that that could have been an issue that you would have had you know so even even i mean it was it was educational for me i was like i would have never thought that you know so what you're bringing to light is actually something everybody should know that's cool yeah because i mean i know like sometimes you know if you're not watching that it'll feel like your rudder stick in and you're having issues the best thing to do is keep that spot clean I mean, yes. did you see how rough that was? Yeah, yeah, and you couldn't turn yeah. it. You could barely turn it with your hand. I'm like, I would have never known that. It grinded yeah. it so bad. And I'm like, and it's funny because I'm like, I, I knew what I was doing. I'm like, eh, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. And then before you know it, you're breaking stuff in the middle of the water. Yeah. And you're in like 30 feet of water, and you're like, well, this is going to be fun. Yeah. So for all you listeners wondering what we're talking about, go check out Jay's video. Yeah. Yeah, It's uh, so again, it's just uh, the – the uh, Retro rotor install. So basically, it's the upgrades to um, anything, any of the boats that have been bought probably prior to, I would say, February uh, for the most part. There's probably still a few out there with the old steering mechanism. Uh, if you, it basically, this retro upgrade will 
take some of the kinking issues, like the locking issues out of the uh, mix, and it's made for better tracking. So, um, yeah, it's like 22-minute video out there. It just kind of explains some extra things that you might want to do. Matt Ball made a really great video on it, too. Um, his is way more refined than mine, <laughs> I'll have to say, but <laughs> um, I was just trying to, I was, I, the whole time I'm like, just be like Matt, just be like Matt. I'm like, you're never going to be like Matt. You're never going to be like Matt. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it's cool. Like it, it, was, it was more or less just like some other additional things you can do to make the, uh, uh, the functionality a little, little smoother and everything. So, you know, hope you enjoy it. Yeah, it was Absolutely. informative, man. I mean, I don't have to install a Jackson rudder anytime soon, but if I have to, that's where I'm yeah. turning. I can tell you that much. So, no, that it's always good, video, good man. man. Jay, Jay yeah. always puts like some good like boat stuff together. You know, things that he does that I think uh, is unique and different than you see from other guys, and uh, you know, you always take something away from it. And I know there's been a few times where I'm like, oh, he did that. Well, I could do that on my boat, you know, in this way, maybe a little different or a variation of it. So it's always good seeing seeing the content come from Mr. Randall. Yes. Absolutely. Good job. I put out a video. Good job, Jay. <laughs> put my ADD aside and got a video out. We'll be uh, pumping out some paddle and fin videos, too. We got yeah. some stuff in the work, man. Some yeah, good, buddy. like, legit uh, filmmakers out there. It's going to be able to hook us up. Yeah. Then we got, I got some video equipment coming, so yeah, you get to, you get to see me in front of a camera. It'd yeah, be cool buddy. just to uh, get some listeners too on film, go fishing yeah. with them, and Heck yeah. do like a like a listener fishing trip. That would be cool. Heck yeah, we could do that grand prize for the one year anniversary, a trip with the three of us. <laughs> Lucky <laughs> them. Yeah, I, that's, I was waiting for somebody to say it. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be like, I don't know why I like those guys. What the hell did I get myself into? Yeah. Because some people are like saying, I'm just going to say yes to everything that's offered me. Careful. That's too funny. That's too funny. But uh, on a on a different front, Mr. Ricketts had a, a a very unique experience on the blue sky this week, correct? At your oh, demo day. Oh yeah, God, I forgot about it. So, Aaron's sitting there wondering why my leg hurts. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna have to post that picture. You're gonna have to post that picture on the paddle and fin Instagram page. What an embarrassing moment, man. You know, it, I've made post about it before. It never fails that somebody always approaches me about it it's such a unique boat man and, and it's a definitely a conversation piece so this time you know i show up to the boat ramp and i'm yuppied out right it, it, so i have like these nice khaki shorts on i got my my shirt tucked in you know and i got some real nice flip-flops on i just like total yuppie guy and i'm wheeling this this blue sky down to the water and, you know i seen this guy he's like man that's a nice boat you know i'm like thanks man you know and i start he just talking to him having a conversation walking i take one step on that boat ramp and i didn't see that moss and both feet went out from under me and that blue sky landed on my legs yeah and so the funny part i'm sitting there now i'm soaking wet i'm in this stinking 
swamp water smell moss everywhere and i look over and the guy had the funniest look on his face he just kind of looked at me he didn't know what he didn't know what to say and he goes you all right bud you know and i'm just like, i'm fine and then i got up man i busted my leg all the crap because when it when it my feet first slid out from under me it hit that platform bar you know, and then my legs went underneath of it, and I dropped it. So, you know, I lost it, dropped it right Ooh. on, and it hurt so bad, it's killing me now. But yeah, that was that was one for the book. So I was so stupid wearing my flip flops to the boat ramp. I thought it was gonna be all right, you know. I didn't even plan on getting my feet wet, you know. Gosh, Don't you hate, like some days I try to do that. I'm like, I go out, and I'm like, I'm not gonna get my feet wet, and that's the first thing I do is get my feet wet. Oh, I got everything wet. That true. I caught fish. I caught fish after that, though. You know. Hey, that's what's important. Hey, so now that you embarrassed yourself, the story I was actually referring to was you and two other guys standing in a blue sky. <laughs> oh my god! I thought you were telling me. I'm like, oh, he's going there. that whole He's going there. Oh, I'm gonna let him just keep going. Oh man, yeah. So now that I told that story, yeah, so check this out. If you guys go to my Facebook page or my Instagram, I posted up on the paddle fin yeah, Instagram yeah, yeah. too. We we had a demo day. Decided it, it started out as a joke. Like, hey, haha, we should all three get on the uh, blue sky and go fishing. And I was like, but we all three are going to go get on that blue sky, you know, and it yeah. kind of took seat. And I was like, this is either going to be the dumbest thing ever or we're going to look awesome, <laughs> yeah. you know. So and we each had a rod and I took everything off that I was afraid that would fall over the side if it started getting swamped. And then we got on the river out in front of the shop. And not only were we all three able to get on there, that was uh, 640 pounds worth of dudes. So that was what we totaled all up. And and Jeff said he weighed two thirty. We had him reweigh when he got home. He's he's pushing two forty, right? So he he was lying about it. conservative two thirty. Yeah, he's conservative two thirty. Yeah. So um, he was on the front. I had uh, a buddy of mine, Josh, on the back, and then I was I was still able to steer that thing and pedal going upstream in that river, That's and it handled crazy. like a champion. Dude. Oh wow! Like champion, six hundred and forty pounds, three grown dudes fishing off of blue sky but works 360 angler against the current you uh you had texted us the picture and i was like no way no way like i'm picturing the three of us goofballs standing on that blue sky like what the conversation would be as we're floating (laughs) down the river um but yeah. uh i think we'd be jigging a lot yeah. <laughs> no casting yeah. like, be a great way to get some hooks in your face but it was uh, it was a cool experience we had it you know being that it was a demo day we had a guy walk up and we were just getting off of it said, hey man what do you want to demo he goes i want to demo that yeah. you know and, and it was like he saw right then and there he's like that thing is just stupid stable yeah so he uh he's actually bouncing between that and a, and a big rig you yeah. know he likes he wants to be able to fit something in like small creeks and stuff and blue sky may not work for him there but he really likes that and his wife was like you're gonna get a blue sky yeah his wife said that and yeah. i was like i like that woman i like her <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you ever get a divorce, call me. Yeah, I'll marry you. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but 
but, uh, but it was a cool experience made for cool pictures man that was yeah. it was fun you know we were just being goofy and we, i didn't i didn't know how well it would handle i knew it would hold us right sure i, I knew without a doubt it would hold us but i didn't know how the steering and the pedaling would work because right. that's a lot of weight it was i couldn't even tell a difference you know i mean that two plate drop oh we could i mean we get six or seven i mean we didn't really try to move it too far it was like the water was like cresting you know right on the platform we're like okay and that was probably closer to 800 and something pounds easy yeah but see it dissipates the water so well and and i got a theory about that too right so you got that front the front standing platform. So when we were going, yeah, the water was coming up over the, the two pontoons, but it was just washing off like it wasn't nothing, right? So I bet you that if you were to take that front platform off, because that kind of acts like a spoon, if you sure. take the, you know, you take that off, you'll be able to go through some pretty heavy chop in that, like way more than what you can with it on. You know, I think three feet, and when I was on East Fork, three feet and chop. You know the water was crashing up there. I'm like, if I take that off, I bet you I could, I could really get nasty on this. Yeah, <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. Yeah, such an awesome boat, man. That's very cool. You gonna tell everybody how you got bit by a uh, muskie? Yeah, yeah. So uh, interesting week. We're getting yeah, banged up. Yeah, Father's Day. Um, you know, I wanted to get my old man out fishing with me, and. Uh, picked up the blue sky from the shop put him in that and uh when i went down to the shop um there was a private demo scheduled so i ended up partaking in that because i uh, i pulled up and i saw there i knew the guy was taking out some new canoes because i was at the shop on saturday working and um i seen a kusa fd on there i was like hey travis i'm coming with you i want to try that boat and uh, he's like, yeah, come on, let's go. So uh, it was cool. Uh, it was a, a gentleman and his two sons, and then he had his father with him. His father didn't paddle or anything, but, uh, you know, they were looking at getting a new kayak. They got a place down on Lake Sarah and um, took those guys out to uh, the lagoon right off the river there to try some boats out, and I jumped in that uh, FD and I was I was – very surprised uh that was my first time in a jackson i believe believe it or not wow yeah dude those boats are great that so, thing's fast yeah. it was man and that's what kind of blew me away because <clears throat> you know me and jay were talking about this before we got on here um about the width of that boat and i knew it was close to the bonafide but it's it sounds like it's pretty much the same um but what I was telling Jay was that it seems like that cockpit's smaller, but that's just because the pedal drives there. Then again, it's not really that small when you think about it with the dry pod in the center of the Bonafide SS-127. Yeah. Um, you just don't have the bulkiness of the pedals in the in the yep. drive head there. Um, stood up in that thing, totally fine. Stood and paddled, pedaled like a dream. Um, and I was really surprised how that secondary handles um overall so you know i figured the old man's going to be out in the blue sky i might as well get a pedal drive kayak so we took them both out and the night before i went and pre-fished a spot because i wanted to get the old man on some good bass for father's day you know he's been hounding me non-stop like get that boat i want to go out there he's a big dude 
I'll post a picture of a bass, he, him and the blue sky and the bass he caught. And, um, later this week on the, uh, Instagram, but, uh, you know, the old man catches a bass and then it was like the bite just turned off. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? You know, like I banged eight 16 plus inch fish here last night in an hour, you know? And I'm like, this is crazy. So, um, you know, I'm dragging a shaky head with a six inch worm, just like I did the night before. And, uh, all of a sudden something just hits it and I'm like, what the heck is this? You know? And initially it felt like a bass, but then all of a sudden, like I tried to lift this fish a little bit and it was like lifting a log. And I'm like, what is this? A catfish, huge pike. And, uh, all of a sudden it gets to the surface and I see it flash and I'm like, that's a freaking muskie, dude. I have never caught a muskie before, believe it or not. Out of all my years fishing, never caught a muskie, never really fished for him. I fished for him once. And, uh, yeah, get this thing to the boat, have, uh, no net. And every time I got it close to the boat, it just took off running and digging. I'm just like, what am I going to do? Like, I can't lip this thing like a bass, <laughs> you know? Sure you can. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, can it hurt, though? <laughs> so I ended up getting it to the boat, get it calmed down, get my hand under that gill plate, get it in the boat. Um, the old man's, like, behind me. He's like, I'm going to come around for some pictures, you know? And in the meantime, like, he's having trouble. He's new to this whole pedal drive kayak thing. You know, he spent... 20 minutes in the blue sky before and that was it and uh he ends up getting around well in the meantime the thing like flops on me ends up cutting my thumb pretty good i ended up bleeding all night but i got some pictures i'm gonna post that up today the day of the episode but uh yeah it was probably like a 28 30 inch muskie and uh it was a hell of a fight 12 pound fluorocarbon test or 12 pound test fluorocarbon and i caught him he was hooked right in the corner of the mouth, right in the corner of the mouth. So the line was free and clear unless he took a spin and like, you know, got the line going up the side of his jaw. And every time I saw that, I like turned my rod real quick to make sure that, uh, he wasn't going to snip my line. But, uh, yeah, it was pretty crazy, man. It was an experience. And, uh, you know, that's a father's day. I won't ever forget. So. Absolutely. You taught me something about musky too, that anti coagulant what is it coagulant is that right anti-coagulant right? pike yeah. yeah pike and musky got it in their bacteria in their mouth never knew that that's fascinating yeah. to me i bled that's all crazy. night dude my line was like red you know for most of the evening until it got washed off in the water but uh yeah it just kept bleeding and bleeding and bleeding and wouldn't stop but and then of course my <clears throat> smart self nicked it open at work today so i like started bleeding again i'm like this is great damn, <laughs> damn fish got me good so yeah it was uh it was it was an experience man and uh i'm glad the old man was there to experience it with me he caught a caught a few fish and uh it was a great time on the water man so yeah, yeah. That'll, that'll be one for the books for sure so absolutely um but yeah uh you know on the side note the kusa it was uh it was definitely unique man uh it's it's a good boat um i never said it wasn't 
I just never been in it, so I could never give my honest opinion. So easy to stand up in, man. It the it, the cockpit in there is so deep, man. It's it's like you're sitting kind of below the waterline a little bit, kind of like mm-hmm. in a Kilroy. You know, it's just, it's different. It's nice. It's a nice boat. Yeah, fun fact too that uh, the width of the cockpit in the Coos FD is slightly smaller than the Big Rig FD. No kidding. Yeah, they're very, wow. very close. So the big rig is just a tiny bit, tiny bit bigger. And I'm, when I say tiny bit, it's less than a quarter of an inch. Wow, I didn't know that. Yep. Felt real comfortable standing up in the <clears throat> Kusa. I was like, man, this is the, the Kusa FD is a cool boat. That's the one thing I'll say is like that seat is lower than my bonafide seat for sure. And I thought I was going to struggle getting up out of it, but it, it really wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. I mean, I, I got up out of it. Yeah, it works with ease. With ease, yeah. for sure. And when you get those pedals in front of you, I mean, the pedals act as the stand-up strap. The one thing I will say is because, like, you know, the bonafide seat is a little higher. When I went to sit back down, I I almost yeah. fell backwards out of the back of the boat because yeah. I'm like, "Where's the seat? Where's the seat? Oh, yep. oh, there it is." <laughs> I went through that too, going from a feel free to a Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Because the feel frees are like way high. Yeah. You know, it's almost like you're standing already, you know, and then you start getting into these lower kayaks, these seats, and you're like, whoa. Yeah. You know, it's a couple crashes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was... The bonafide seat is nice. That bonafide seat is nice. I... But then you get in that blue sky seat, and it's like. Mm-hmm. Nothing compares, man. No. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> compares. Like a... <laughs> commercial. You guys are making me sick. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> blue sky love for life bro yeah i'm telling you like that banner says different it'll go right here yeah blue sky what are you you gonna put over your bonafide tattoo are you just gonna put void dude it doesn't say bonafide (laughs) on it why don't you guys understand that it does not say bonafide whatsoever it's just (laughs) just their one tagline that they got and it could apply to any and all things in life live the story you want to tell there you go so, yeah, but we know that's four though. The story I want to tell is how I got on the Blue Sky team. Yeah, <laughs> hit me up, Jackson. <laughs> Too funny, man. Too funny. No, um, but yeah, man. Uh, Muskie, that's uh, one checked off the bucket list. Next on the list, Sturgeon, August. It's going down. Oh yeah, but uh, yeah, man. My son's banging on the door, trying to break in. I had to, <laughs> I had to give him the what's up real quick. Yeah, no, no worries, man. <laughs> well, I think we're uh, we're pretty much winding down, man. Uh, you guys got anything else to throw in? I'm this excited. Epic I'm just episode? excited for the year, man. You yeah. know, I think uh, with all these giveaways and stuff, and, and getting the audience engaged too. Like yeah. instead of us bringing guests on, you guys could recommend guests for us. Yeah. Yeah, and we've yeah. always had that open concept, man. But uh, we really want to want to get moving with you guys a lot more. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think now that there's three of us kind of going at it, uh, we can achieve a lot more. Um, you know, when it's just me and Jay, we're constantly on the grind working on the show. Now we can kind of switch off roles in between the three of us and accomplish that much more. So. It's uh, it's going to be an exciting year for everybody, not only us, but you guys as well. So we can't stress that enough. So, and without yeah. you guys, like what we're doing wouldn't be possible. So, 
you know, we appreciate you guys. Um, you know, with that being said, if, you know, depending on what podcast platform you guys listen to us on, uh, make sure to go and give us a rating. Um, that's something we never talk about on here. I know uh, when I looked on Apple Podcasts, I think we got 20-something five-star ratings. You know, the more ratings we get, the more we get put in other um, suggested shows uh, to people that are listening to fishing-type material, man. And that's not only going to, A, help grow the audience, but, B, could help grow the sport, So, um, which is the main goal here. So, um, yeah, if you guys could do that, that would be awesome. Um, like we said, uh, shoot us an email. If somebody wants to come on the show for the one year anniversary, we would love to have you send us an email at paddle, the letter M and Finn at gmail.com. You can go to paddle and Finn.com and, uh, you know, all the social media at paddle and Finn on Facebook and Instagram, shoot us a message, let us know what's up, you know, follow our posts. Um, you're going to see a lot more of them coming through and, uh, yeah, we're just gonna keep plugging along, man. So absolutely, um, you're posting up some YouTube videos too. That's gonna be fun. I'm yeah, looking forward to that. Yeah, and yeah. we still got a thing going, man. Uh, we said when we got to a thousand subs, we were gonna give away a kayak. Here we go. That's Bo- a, that's a big giveaway. Bonafide eleven seven or a Jackson Liska, right? Is what we initially said. Wow, Aliska's awesome boat, man. I think that's what we like. like Aliska or a bite. Yeah, we'll have to yeah. figure it out. <clears throat> Either one, man. Um, so that was our thing, man. We want to grow that YouTube channel. I know I've been slacking on uploads. I was doing three days a week, and then you know all of a sudden you hit the road. You're doing tournaments. You're working a part-time job at the paddle shop. You lose a guy at work, so you're working that much more at your regular job. Yeah. And so my schedule is family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to fit that in there <laughs> too, you know. Too. So, um, yeah. you know, I'm I'm super fortunate. You know, the uh, the wife and kids support me 100 percent in what I do, and uh, shout out to them. You know, so um, yeah, without them, I wouldn't be able to do all this good stuff. So, but um, yeah, man, uh, gonna get the ball rolling on that. I know I got like hundreds of gigs worth of video just chilling waiting to be edited put together and uploaded so but um yeah man uh real quick without forgetting uh you guys the recycled plastics program uh if you're new to the podcast we air new episodes every tuesday every tuesday morning it will be there when you wake up um but our recycled plastics program uh that were run with uh, hammered lures. Shout out to Eric Richards out there in Pennsylvania. Save your used plastics from this fishing season or throughout the season. You get a baggie or something full of them. Mail them to the address in the show notes. Eric melts those down, makes new baits out of them, and donates them to Heroes on the Water. So it's just a great way to not only recycle your used plastics, but it goes to a great cause uh, to support... uh, you know our our veterans out there so um please don't forget that mr ricketts welcome it's looking, an honor looking looking forward to many more my friend absolutely it's gonna be a fun year man it's yeah, gonna be a blast buddy. it's gonna be a blast yeah a lot of opportunity I, for everybody i wanted to say one other thing and i 
I want to do uh, just a quick little plug for a tournament that's going on this weekend. Um, Bassin and the Burbs, uh, in conjunction with the KBL, is having a uh, a tournament at Bussy Woods out by uh, Elk Grove Village. Um, actually, it's by Schomburg in the main pool. It's uh, $30, uh, 25 for the tournament, and then $5 for Big Bass. Um, this is a really this is a tournament for a lot of the beginners, like a lot of you guys yeah. that want to get out there and start um, fishing. You don't know what it's like. <laughs> um, I believe they're only doing three bass, if I'm not mistaken. If not, oh yeah, it's three fish. Yep. Minimum of twelve inches. Uh, starts at six a.m. ends at one. Uh, it is it is an in person uh, tournament, so check in time is at five a.m. Uh, you can get on Tourney X and. Uh, and uh, buy in for it. So it's called Bassin in the Bassin in the Burbs Kayak Bass Tournament. Yeah. Um, again, this is for a lot of the beginners, and there's going to be some uh, uh, boat demos. They're doing like a cookout. They're doing giveaways. I mean, there'll be, uh, you know, a few of my buzz baits will be there. Uh, Fish mob lures. Um, and there's going to be a lot of other stuff. But uh, this will be a good opportunity for a lot of you, a lot of you new guys or women that are looking to get into this and don't know what to expect. This is a very low-pressure tournament. Um, this is just to kind of give you a taste. Uh, more or less, uh, most of us that are do, have done the tournaments um, will just kind of be cruising around. Yeah. Um, you know, fishing as well, but not really fishing seriously. May not even be in the tournaments. Uh, more or less just kind of being there, like, you know, desk support, so to speak. Are you going to be there? I think I'm going to be now that I just said that. Okay. Right. <laughs> I think I just committed just by doing that. Well, I know Glenn, Glenn was asking me today because I know Glenn and uh, Dusty are pretty much yeah running. It's very it's hobby based mostly. Yeah, from my from my understanding. Yep. Um. So those guys are both so Glenn Miller and Dusty Yacker as oh god we all know. Yeah. But uh, they're on uh, Hobie. Yeah. <laughs> so, <clears throat> um, no, but those guys are you know helping to put this together and like there's a bunch of other people that are pitching in. Yeah, I know. Uh, I know a bunch of the KBL guys are going to be up there. I saw some chitter chatter in the group chat. Uh, I think it was over the past couple of days. So, yeah, it sounds like a great thing, man. Just to get some beginners involved that or are interested in the tournament scene to get involved. Um, so, yeah, man, I would highly suggest it. I think, I think from what I saw, there's going to be some hobies out there to demo, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah and whatever else gets brought there yeah yeah i'm sure i know a lot of the kbl guys would be more than happy to let you try out their boats um mm -hmm. you know there and there's an array of different different style boats uh yeah. in that league for sure so yeah. yeah so again uh so june 23rd get there at 5 a.m or you know that that's the check-in time uh go on tourney x sign up for the tournament um, I'm not sure if you can buy in right there on the on the launch. Um, I'm kind of reading fast as I talk about this, but um, you know, just go there, get get an idea. Even if you're not going to fish, just go meet some people. Uh, you don't have to get out on the water. Um, you know, just kind of you know rub elbows with some of the local uh, pro staff. Uh, and this is like there's this is a few different teams too, so this isn't just specific. So everyone's trying to kind of like spread the love, sure. so to speak. Heck yeah, man. You know, we need to get more of you in here, so. That's what it's about. Cool. Awesome. I'm good. Good job, Jay. <laughs> oh, that was a good plug, man. Hey, man. You did great. Finally finally Thanks. coming through with some input. Like it. <laughs> I'm proud of I you, Jay. Good, Mom. I did good, Mom. It's okay. 
Proud of you, Jay. You're coming Jay. out of your shell. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> With that being said, you guys, we will see you next Tuesday. Until then, tight lines and smooth paddling. Mondays with Into the Blue, brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors. Every Monday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. In Wild Country, rules were not created by man. Don't miss Wild Country, Wednesdays from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Primos. Speak the language. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.